Welcome to the Four Ball Guru Podcast, episode number six. Welcome back and thanks for joining us on the Floorball Guru Podcast. We're here talking about all things floorball and just trying to get people engaged in building the sport across the country. Today we're going to talk about teaching floorball. And teaching a sport in general takes a lot of time and effort, uh, but it's more than just showing up and teaching. There's a lot of preparation, learning, growth, and development that takes place over many years and a lifetime in order to become a good coach. Now, you know, sit back and think about any good coach that you've had throughout your career or even a teacher in general. They didn't just start that way. They spent a lot of time building their skills, learning from others, learning the, the actual skill that they're teaching, whether it's a sport or you know a, a discipline of whatever. And it just takes time. It takes a willingness to learn, a willingness to fail, and a willingness to try, and then continue to grow and build it from there. So you know, if you're interested in, in looking to become an instructor or maybe you're afraid, oh, I, I don't think that I can do it, you can. It just takes time and it takes a little bit of a process. But at the very least, you have to be willing to put yourself out there in order to, you know, give it a shot. Now, when we're looking at the sport of floorball, there's a lot of different ways that we can, can work through this, this process. But the toughest part at this point is education. A lot of people still don't know about the sport, or if they do, they're not sure how to approach it. I think one of the most effective ways in teaching is not simply doing drills, but to actually make it fun. And in order to make it fun, we have to play games. We have to kind of get out of, out of the norm, if you will, and kind of mix things up. So it becomes more of a play-based learning instead of a drill-based learning. And that, that could be a little bit of a challenge for some people, kind of thinking about how am I going to kind of structure a lesson or structure a skill. So if I'm going to teach how to pass the ball to, say, a 7-, 8-year-old or even a 6-year-old, it's not simply just pass the ball. They may or may not understand what the concept of passing the ball is. So you have to step back and break it down even much further to kind of break down the steps and try to explain it in a way that's going to meet them where they're at. And one of the ways that I'll, I'll kind of frame it is using imagery and trying to get them to understand in a different way, kind of meet them at their level. So if we look at, say, passing, for instance, most kids understand the idea of sharing, so sharing the ball. So we start talking a language that they understand, and then we incorporate the language of the sport. So sharing equals passing. And then over time, as they've kind of learned and understand that concept, they can continue to grow and they can continue to progress in their understanding and development of that skill. So it takes a little bit of a step of actually kind of breaking it down. And then if you think about anywhere from how to dribble, dribble the ball, hold the stick, shoot the ball, pass, movement on the field, it becomes a little bit more uh, involved in you know, setting up a, a good foundation for them to learn and build and grow on, grow on. Now, right now in floorball, we're not as lucky to say, uh, you know, we've got kids, lots and lots of kids that are, are going through that introductory development process. And then as they grow and they develop into the older ages, they can just pass off to a coach who's going to spend more time working on tactics and less time on the skills and kind of flushing, flushing out some of that stuff. So it's, it's, it's a difficult process. Now to say you're going to jump in and, and hockey players are just going to, uh, automatically you know know some of this stuff yes they're they again they already have some of those baseline knowledge that they can build on and then you can 
you can build it from there. So maybe we're spending a little bit less time specifically teaching the introductory phase. Now we've moved on to the tactics and increased skill development. So it just takes time, it takes learning, it takes understanding of how to break that down in a way that's going to reach the kids at a level that they're at developmentally. But I encourage you to look into it. If you want to teach, if you want to get kids going and build them into, into floorball, it takes a little bit of time, but it's definitely worth the effort. And you know, if you're in an area where there are no kids that are playing the sport and you're looking to develop and grow, Sometimes you got to start from the beginning, and in order to do that, you got to get them started somewhere. So just get them playing and teaching them the basics. And maybe you're not worried about focusing on every single aspect of the rules, but just getting them playing. Now, teaching, usually I break it down by safety points. Safety is key, safety is crucial. So get them again focused on one or two points. You know, how high can we hold the stick? How high do we, or where, how high can we touch the ball? Those types of things, controlling their bodies, controlling their sticks at all times, that's going to help them get a foundation that you can build on. And then as you continue to coach or you continue to instruct, I encourage you to keep looking at folks that are already doing some of this stuff and trying to look and glean from them whatever you can in a way that you can improve your skill set. Now, maybe it's a way somebody frames you know, a drill or a skill or a game or something like that. How do they how do they talk about it? How do they engage their group? And does their group have a better understanding of exactly what they're talking about? Or do they have to constantly go back and kind of re reevaluate or reiterate everything that they've said in order for the group to get it? Use what what's around you. Steal what's around you. If somebody is doing something a certain way and you really like it and you're going, hey, I could use that or that maybe enhances a way that I'm teaching it personally, use it. Take it. That's the best part about learning and growing from other people is taking those skills and developing your own teaching style to continue to develop and grow yourself. And that's one of the really nice things about being able to go to you know, different trainings that are happening around the country and actually getting to learn and grow from others or looking at videos that are online or reading different uh, different documents and things like that that are out there it helps the process and it helps you continue to grow and continue to learn and the more you're able to do that the more successful you're going to be and the better your programs are going to be in the long run so it really just takes the time and effort a dedication and a willingness to learn and absorb what you can and as you grow and as your players grow you're able to do more in the long term so it Sometimes it just takes a little bit of time, it takes a willingness to try and work through the process, but don't be afraid to fail. There's many times that I've instructed uh, a drill or a game or something and it didn't work. Now, it maybe didn't work because I didn't explain it well enough or it was too difficult for the group at that time or sometimes you just get kids that aren't ready at that day. It's been a rough day for them and they just aren't ready. Be okay with that, but be willing to build, be willing to grow, and continue to, to challenge and push the name forward. Now, if you're looking for more information about floorball, please check out my website at www.floorballguru.com.